is WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Arriba! Uh, today sparks a new month for Sunset Flip Radio, which means a new edition of the Wrestling Satchel, only here on Sunset Flip Radio. A special edition of the Satchel, a, a birthday edition. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Today marks my 35th birthday. So 35 trips around I'm, the I'm, sun. I'm, I'm, I'm $35 richer, so... As always, I'm the $135 man, hey. Thomas Lazy. <laughs> Joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drayton, and phoning in because he doesn't feel well today, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise. Jeff? Yeah, uh, Christian gave him pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got that, uh, I got that Christian ick. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know. I mean, Jeff, I mean, you know, you go, you go hang out over there, you, you go on call for us to do us a favor the first time, and then, you know, you're there all the time now. Yeah, butt buddies. What can I say? It's nice over here in this one-bedroom apartment above the uh, Arby's. Wow. We have the meats. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got curly fries? We I got just, the meats. I just really hope that he really doesn't get a shot at the AEW title, but he will. Yeah. But, no, what, uh, it's a big episode today here on Sons of Flip Radio because we have July's edition, which we didn't do one in June, but we have July, June and July's edition, I guess you can say, there you go. Of, the, of the infamous wrestling satchel, where you, the listener, determines what we get to talk about. So we have about 11 questions, and they're actually good questions. We have a couple questions that are new for some new listeners on Instagram, so thank you for everybody yeah, out right. there, and we'll give you a shout-out when we get there. But before we start with the wrestling satchel, it's kind of funny because... I, it it just seems like when we do our episodes, something always happens the day after we record on Tuesday. So two things happen, because which we're bugged. yeah, two, uh, two things happen, which are kind of newsworthy. I mean, the w first one is is Jimmy the Gimp gets gets uh, ticketed <laughs> again and put in jail for a DUI. This is his third time in ten years. I don't know it's like Jeff Hardy level. Yeah, yeah, and he keeps getting. You know, this is all down in Florida and. He should not have a license. He was going, shouldn't have had one after, like, 2015. He but. was going 15 to 35, and then he ran a red light and yeah, got pulled over, and yeah. he blew a 205. Three smart, times man. over the limit. Yeah. I don't this know. is why you're not main event, uh, yeah. Jey Uso, you know? And, yeah. I mean... I seen that there was a meme on Twitter, and it was from a couple SmackDowns ago where the two Usos are on the left side of the screen and Roman's on the right. And this is the same episode where uh, Roman purposely confused the two Usos. And there's a <laughs> cop standing next to uh, Roman and says, I'm here to arrest you. And then the and Jay responds. He's like, Us, I'm Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you tell them apart? They have different tattoos, right? They kind of do on one arm. I know they both have a cross. Yeah, actually, I think. Jay, Jay has more prison tattoos than Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you know Jimmy what? You don't like Jay, that? Whatever. Tribal? You know that uh, Samoan tribal? I think that's dope. I, you know, this is the thing with with they're the always Usos. getting worked on too. Every everything oh, on yeah. Instagram is always another trip to the shop. I'm like, damn. I mean, pretty soon you're gonna run out of space. But I mean, yeah, I definitely. got I got 14 tattoos. Jeff, you got what? How many? You got to have what? Like a 15, uh, 15? Yeah. I mean, uh, it gets addicting. Yeah. Um, I have one. You have one. <laughs> hey, one's better than zero though. I guess so. No, I but like. The Uso thing. So you can put some, your toes, your tattooed toes in somebody's mouth. Do you have your toes I'm tattooed, right. Jeff? He said that. Oh, you do? Yep. It's, yeah, it says Revolution. Oh, okay. It, you should get it on the Gooch. It says for Munda. <laughs> <laughs> from, parts nice. on the, on the <laughs> from, from parts unknown. From parts unknown. I'm parts unknown, right? Yeah. 
No, we had um. That's definitely where the war is from is the gooch. Yeah, because he sucks ass. <laughs> he's so bad, and he just gets he get he just gets like credited that he's the greatest of all time. But I'm not gonna start diving. I mean, I don't I I don't have to have a hate speech about him. I do have some a hate speech or something later on we'll talk about. But I mean, Jimmy Uso, how many chances can a guy get? Enough. Honestly, we'll see on how Friday. Many, what how many chances can the guys when get? When you're related to the Rock, he could get away with murder, basically. Uh, well, apparently no. down in Florida, or, because or, the last or, time he was guilty Snuka. as hell and he Jimmy got Snuka. out of it. Allegedly, Alleg- somebody. allegedly. <laughs> Here on Sunset Radio, we never accuse people. Allegedly. Yeah, but I mean, Jimmy Uso, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not his time of the month right now. I think he's still hanging out in jail. He's just, he's gonna be off programming for a little bit. <laughs> it's not his time. Of the so month. now we gotta, now we gotta venture off the Roman Reigns train with him. So that means that, I mean, it is ironic that John Cena is gonna be coming back next Friday, as everyone knows that already. It kind of works itself out. It does. So may, hey, maybe this is Cape Vape. Hey, and speaking of this Friday, I'm getting tickets for get this SmackDown's first live show back at the Garden September 10th. You are. This is out of control. Put it on the credit card. How much are tickets? I don't know. The, you didn't. You didn't look up to see like price range. I'm gonna try right now as we're talking. Okay. Where are you trying to sit? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, something else that we want to open up the show with, because, again, it was released, I think, on Thursday, right? So, the WWE, I mean, the the smartest people in professional wrestling at WWE decide to put out a list of the top 50 tag teams of all time. And not like a good Jericho list. Now... A shitty list. Like a... What's the what's the thing on Facebook? Whatever they do listicles, Buzzfeed. It's yeah, not a Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed yeah. List. Now I'm not, as everybody knows on this podcast, I am not the biggest New Day fan, but I think that I'll have the confidence of of the two other co-hosts when I say that for the WWE to put the New Day as number one, I think that's a little bit of a stretch, in my opinion. I think they're reaching because it has a lot to do with current fans and what they're pushing right now. I th- that I is that, true. I think that list was charged, like, like supercharged for to get a rise out of people now, for this particular reason. Now, Jeff, I got to ask you this because I know you saw this list. I'm heated. Dudley yeah. Boys at five, being the ECW. <laughs> Fucking horseshit. <laughs> so basically, like, I'm not. I'm never gonna let you like continue. I'm gonna just go off. Basically, go it comes down like this: they fucking made a list of fifty tag teams. Like, cool. That's exactly what they did, and that's all <laughs> that that did, and that's all that that list is relevant for. It is a list of fifty tag teams. That is not a fucking list of the top fifty tag teams in order. No like, way. If you think. If you have the balls or whatever you want to fucking call to put New Day, who I'm a fan of, over the fucking Dudley Boys or the fucking Legion of Doom, who was six on the list, yeah, get me out of your fucking mind. Travesty. That's horrible. How was LOD number six? The Legion of Doom used to sell out NWA shows and shows in Japan in the mid '80s. I think we have a go run through the yeah. The, I got the it Japan. right here in front give, of me. Give us it, top it's, ten. It's, it's it's upside down, but I can read it. In in top ten, ready? British Bulldogs are ten. Number nine are the Brothers of Destruction. Eight 
is the New Age Outlaws. Seven are the Usos. Six are Legion of Doom. Five Dudleys. Four oh, Edge. Yeah, four Edge and uh, Jeff's boyfriend. Number three, the Hart Foundation. Two, the Hardy you Boys. Know my and, boyfriend, he's my bitch. And, <laughs> and one is the New Day. So, it, it, Alex was right when when you said it all depends on who's reading this list. If I'm 11 year old Timmy who just w- started watching wrestling, oh my god, I love he's the New excited. Day. But I'm 35 year old Tom who's been watching wrestling for 29 years, and I say to myself, "Wow, the Timmy Legion- and Tommy have been yeah. feuding for a long time." <laughs> the Legion of Doom aren't number one or aren't number two. Come on. Come on. Really? If we're talking about titles here, I mean, Kane and Undertaker, okay, they're cool, dominant guys, but to put them as a tag team, they only wrestle tag team on some special occasions Correct. and for short runs. Yep. When you think of tag teams, you got to think of longevity. Yep. You think now, now names that we didn't even mention in this talk in top 10, Demolition. Demolition. Yeah, who had it for one right? calendar year. Um, and then some. Demolition was actually number 11. Didn't even make the top. Two. Yeah, so I but mean, the right, brothers of destruction. Yeah, eight. I'm I'm putting demolition over the British Bulldogs. I will. Dude, the Bulldogs were are it's not a short period of time too. Either. Yeah, it was a short period of time. Dynamite, Dynamite Kid got hurt, and then he went psycho. And then he and then he left. As we've seen, did you watch that Dark yes. Side of the Ring? By it was the way, very dark, intense. Yeah, that, I mean, that they the only had a, they only had a couple matches on Prime on WrestleMania. Is the WrestleMania two they won the titles? WrestleMania three they lost a six man tag. To Danny Davis and the Hart Foundation, and wow. Tito Santana was a sixth member on the on a third member on the team. But I mean, like, to to come up with a list and and to not think that you're gonna get backlash because you have the fucking Mega Powers at number thirteen, <laughs> who the whole point of the Mega Powers was to create a storyline for them to break up. That's right. the only reason why they were there. And granted, that you was had like if they were to put Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. On yeah, why two AJ? Yeah. Yeah, that was they yeah. sold a month worth of sh- worth of shirts, and that was it. <clears throat> not even it was. I think it was like two weeks, and like I'm surprised WWE didn't put them on the fucking list. Like it's actually <laughs> embarrassing to actual people that pay for wrestling. You know, like as a fucking fan who you know we have the network, we go to shows, we fucking this, we fucking that, and we talk about you it. Tell me. You, you want to tell me that you're going to put fucking New Day as number one and all these other, like, the, the Usos of seven is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, they deserve embarrassing. to be on the list, but nowhere near the top. They deserve yeah. to be on the list, but nowhere near a top ten. Absolutely. Seven, but no, the one that literally right after Legion of fucking Doom. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And how are the Dudley Boys number five? They're number one anywhere. <laughs> they're number one ECW. They're number one fucking TNA. They're number one WWE. They're number one Japan. They're the number one tag team in the world. Always has been. Always will be the fucking Dudley Boys, no matter what anybody says. Well, that's kind of funny because when the list came out, I sent it to you, I think, and I posted it everywhere. And the first thing that you said was, how can the Dudley Boys not be number one or number two? Because, I mean, in my opinion... You know, if you put the Dudley Boys either one or if you put the Dudley Boys either one or two, and then you have Demol and then you have Legion of Doom either one or two, you really can't be mad at that. You know what I'm I mean? Not, I'm, I'm mad at that list if you do it that way. No, I'm literally not mad if you put number one and two in either order: Dudley Boys or Legion of Doom. Yeah, and like, then I mean, I do feel like Hard Foundation is top five. Um, 
just because I think that they were kind of they kind of created the mold. Dudley's of early. LOD and Heart Foundation could be top three. Yeah, I think I think you I think you got to throw Demolition in top five. What do they because, have? The Hardys at two. Yeah, the Hardy I'd put Boys the Hardy are two. Boys in there. I'd put the Hardy Boys probably round out five. Mm -hmm. um, that's a see. That's a list. But here's the thing: that, as we all know, with sports and stuff that we listen to, <laughs> like listen to talk radio, watching ESPN. They do lists constantly all the time to get rises out of people because lists are fleeting. They're coming and going. It's who's hot at the moment. It depends on how the person, uh, their bias towards whatever when they're writing it at the time. I mean, you know, in WWE, everything's always kind of written in this. Everything is uh, roses, you know, yeah. kind of mentality. And there's people... Or there's tag teams that won the titles and not even on the, on the list. Yeah, buddy. The Headbangers, they didn't make the list. But guys like, I'm looking at the list right now, Kane and X-Pac, Eminem. See, Kane and X-Pac were actually pretty good as a tag team. No, they're, right? they're, they're ranked 44. Um, hey, guys, I got to go real quick. I'll call back in a couple. Okay. I'll call back in a couple. I okay. No problem. Oh, all right, so Jeff will be calling back and very Christian, soon. Christian got the butt plug. Ooh, yeah, Christian got time. the. Let me shut his mic off real quick. He's about to take a hot tag. Yeah. Christian. So no, but I mean, it's it's kind of funny because we always say, you know, who who writes the list out? You know what I mean? Like who yeah, in the right. WWE does this? Like when when anytime we do a countdown or you know even if it's sports or whatever, it's like you know the longest tr uh argument is who's better mj or lebron and yep. name your top five of all time do you need you know is magic johnson on the list or you know but it, honestly you know when this dates it's back it's funny because all time makes it seem like time if, if you say all time time keeps going yeah if you say all time it should end and absolutely you never do it again you know what i mean like ever of course time's gonna change so those top people in the one, two, three spots for mm -hmm. basketball, baseball, football, whatever, are going to change in 25 years. Absolutely. You know, Tom Brady wasn't uh, even a thought. No. Maybe 15 years ago. He and was I starting to get up there at the time, but now he's like pretty much the GOAT yeah, being Tom, compared I mean, to Montana. I mean, I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, but... Um, but again, that's the part. There's the argument. There's the... The, the reasoning for a list just to get a rise out of people just to get conversation it's a and again with the WWE it's just a hot button issue well the one of the most popular kinds of lists that people do is your Mount Rushmore and if you go back yep. on our catalog where you can find our podcast anywhere out taking there taking it back that's way back man I mean I remember I had um The Rock Ric Flair Undertaker and Chris Jericho on mine and you had The Rock, uh, Macho Man. I'm looking to see if I have it somewhere here on my phone. No, you had, you had The Rock, Macho Man, Stone Cold, and uh, Ric Flair. Yep. Those are yours. And, I mean, again, it's, you know, it could be people's opinions. But at the same time, it could be just people at WWE putting a list together of 50 tag teams and just not caring about anything after 15. No, no, no. Because, I mean... Honorable mention, you know, it was just throwing names on a list. Yeah, throwing like, names on a list. On. I mean, go back. Go go to no, go to like thirty eight. All right, thirty eight DIY. Oh, that's a bad example, but I mean, still. but Paul, I mean, greatest of all time. Like yeah. that's a, the the thing. Paul like, Street Profits thirty three. Wow. Too so current. so you mean to tell me that the Street Profits are better than these names? Chris Jericho and the Big Show, The Natural Disasters, DIY, Rated RKO, Nasty Boys, Strike Force. 
Um, the Quebecers, two cool bushwhackers. And then, you know, the Shield at 22. So the Shield is not better than the Steiner Brothers. They're not better than the Rock and Sock Connection. Oh, the Rock you know, and Sock Connection. The Rock and Sock Connection, Mindy Parents 16. But it's just any way you put it, the, this list, it's it's either you can think it's biased or you think it's not, but that's just what the WWE does. WWE is going to put New Day at one just because of what they're doing. They're still selling shit. They're still doing this, still doing that. It's almost like I'm going to tell you who you should like. You know, like nobody and nobody exactly. likes to be forced to like it or do anything. We all know this. Yeah. So. So, yeah. we are going to be so starting going from list to, to a to bucket of questions. Bucket of questions. We're going to be starting the wrestling satchel now for the month of July, uh, where you, the listener, gets to decide what we talk about. We will be calling the questions out one at a time, and then we'll be giving our, our an answer to them uh, in no particular order. I know what all the questions are, but I don't know. You know which one I'm going to pull out first. So let's go for the month of July. Wrestling Satchel. First question from Ed Carragher. There has been much talk about the sport of professional wrestling. Explain and discuss the art, the art behind it. Now, this moniker or this tagline that was started. How? How did you? um, I needed something to say. Staring at the wall. Staring at the wall. Um, I said in the first episode, this is Sunset Flip Radio, a podcast about the art and sport. A professional wrestling and I mean when you dissect art and sport I think you can really start at the sport part because I think you can consider it a sport even though it is scripted entertainment but you what they're still doing still have to do the physical work like of course it's a sport absolutely it's a fucking you know? sport sports to the fullest absolutely these In guys the highest form yeah for like, all the shit that they're doing yeah. I mean, last night that match between Morrison and Ricochet uh, alone, I mean, those guys, yeah, they were chain wrestling a lot that, at the time. But that, still, bump, that bump that Ricochet took at the end was tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah it looked, it looked that, like he that, landed on his shoulder, like that, separated that his shoulder. Because he was supposed to do like. He didn't get his shoulder. arm out yeah, enough. I so, I mean, the injuries are real. The wrestling is real. They're really hurting themselves. Yep, yes, I'm they're protecting themselves, but it's still a sport. Now, the art of it, it's right? It's a sport of falling. It is. They fall more than anybody in Well, football, you've said before on the podcast that you said, oh, it's basically protecting your opponent and knowing how to fall. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. How do I fall? Like, if I were to try to do, a, they call it a Pratt fall. Oh, yeah. And if I were to try to do that right now and just trip over something on purpose, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't bring myself to do it. But these people, you tell them, hey, go fall over that. They're going to do it. Sure. Because their body, your body's natural instinct is to protect itself. Yeah. Now, they erase that out of their their memory, muscle memory. And do this for a living. That's now, insane. what you just said can be intertwined to the art of it because I think the art of it is be- is having the the listener or the watcher or the viewer believe what's going on, believing right. the storylines, believing the moves, believing that you're selling the injury, believing anything as stupid as Vince McMahon being the leader of the ministry to <laughs> it was to, to to meet to uh, May Young giving birth to a hand she did you the art of it is selling it and the art of it is getting the message across so that like when I say in the beginning of all of our episodes all 60 this is the 67th episode of Sunset mm. Flip Radio hey that's look um, out for that 69 yeah it's one coming now. in hard 69 two weeks maybe that, that 68 will be a good one because I yeah. owe you one yeah you know? <laughs> But um, when I always lead off with that episode, that uh, that um, that slogans, because we talk about in the podcast what these wrestlers do on a continuing basis. Of all, oh, he fell hard, but he's protecting himself. And then the art of it is is what we think is going to happen. What we think 
the wrestler is going to do to get the message across to us. Yeah, it's like so. a Toy Story. So Toy Story, right? You seen Toy Story? Of a long course. Time ago? I cried in the last one. I'm not going to lie. I teared oh, up at the end. Oh, dude, don't get me started. Now I got kids. I'm going to rewatch you, it again. You, Holy now, balls. Toy Story four as the last one, right? Yeah. So the first one. Oh, okay. Where he hates uh, Buzz Lightyear. The best one was the second one, in my opinion. Yeah. The the what he says to him, which you know relates to wrestling, is. That's uh, that's not flying. That's just falling with style. Yeah, falling exactly gracefully. What it is. That's all yep. it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like guys, like when Ric Flair would take a back bump, he would fall, then he would get up, and then he would sell it, <laughs> yes. right? The art of it, and fall again. <laughs> yes. So I mean, can I? I can't answer this question, and I mean Jeff probably can, but when he comes back on, we'll ask him, even if we're not on this question. But can anybody be a professional wrestler? I think anybody can be taught how to be a professional wrestler. I think anybody can be trained to be a professional wrestler. But I think that it may take a different quality of um, athlete at some times. Yeah. So, and we have athletes of all sizes here in the WWE. Um, yeah. You know, you got your 400, 500, 600-pounders yeah. at times. You got Yoko's flying around. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah, doing bonsai drops yeah. all the way Vader's to your, your skinniest, you know, cruiserweight. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit of everything and everything in between. You know, it used to be a big man run uh, sport. Now, I mean, now it's, you know, champions are both big guys of, now. Yeah. But. I mean, introducing the Cruiserweight titles and the smaller wrestlers like Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio becoming champions. That's bringing, a, obviously, a broad different freshness back to professional wrestling. Yeah. So, but and I mean. more of a realism because, I mean, these guys in the 80s were portrayed as superheroes. Oh, larger yeah. than life. To this day, still are. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the way it should always be. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it was like a, you were definitely cut from a different cloth way back when. Now it's more normalized and almost like a average Joe can be a professional wrestler. Anybody, I mean, or whatever, independent, we'll, whatever. We've got the Invictus show we went yeah, to. There you go. That's how many guys, example. how many guys did we walk around and we didn't know that they were wrestlers because they were wearing like normal shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were a couple guys just wearing their stuff, but yeah, uh, but I mean, there were a couple of wrestlers that was like, man, this guy has no muscle mass. He has no definition. Yeah. How is he in the ring? Yep. So, I mean, the answer is I'm just getting trained the right way. Yeah, but if you know we try I mean? to run the ropes, we'll be out of If we try to run the ropes, we're I'll blow up. If we try to run the ropes, I'll probably break my ankle and I'll blow up. You, have a you know bad, what I mean? I have, bad I, have bad, I have a bad ankle. You know what I mean? Um, what about you if you ran the ropes? Um, I'm winded. You're winded? I'm winded. Why? Well, well, like, like three runs? Like one, two, three, back. I'll I'll say that I, yeah. I never have. You know, it, I want it to. Looks tiring. Yeah. Um. So I just you know what it more. Hopefully so Jeff is, can get us in at like one of these shows one day. But I like, just want to. Can be these ring. guys go in the ring? It it's. I want to feel how tight those ropes. I just want to take a bump. Uh, you've you've been telling me that for going on six or seven. That, years. That's my bucket list. So I, I want to take one bump in a wrestling yep, ring because I think I can do it. I think I can fall gracefully. I think I just land on my back and tuck my chin, protect my neck and head, and slap. And slap, you know what I mean. Flat but, out, flat back. Yeah. All right, my turn. Alex is picking next question. The rest right of the off the top. Great question, even, Ed. Ed, great question. Thank you. It. Yeah. <clears throat> this question is from Jesse Paxton. Nice. Who from the Invasion era? Oh, I've seen this. Mm -hmm. Who from the Invasion era, WCW slash ECW, was deserving of winning the WWE title, but never did. Not the World Heavyweight Title. Okay. Excellent. At the end, that was a good yeah. half, the last half of the question. Just Not to specify more about the question. I mean, you have to think of how 
You have okay. to, one, go back to who invaded from both of those, WCW mm-hmm. and ECW. A couple and, of washout and, guys. Thank you. And, you know? and pick out all of the, let's call them weeds, because yeah. they were just there. The Just Incredibles of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we uh, so, obviously, he's not going to be number one on our list. <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. I mean, you know, we got we got Eddie. So, I mean, that's our biggest one. But who who's deserving of winning that title? I mean, Booker T is up there. Booker T was a world heavyweight champion. I, he was I, never WWE champion. I feel that bottom half of this question, without saying Booker T, has Booker T written all over it, does. For it, uh, over it. Mm-hmm. and we can all go back to WrestleMania with him Nineteen. and Triple H. He was he should have won that match. Everybody knows that it got booked the wrong it way. It got booked but... the wrong way because of Triple H's ego. Because yeah. at the time he was in a relationship with Stephanie McMahon. I don't think they were quite married yet. I want to know. I want to know if it's been yeah. asked before. His thoughts on that now. Hmm. You know, as while you get older, he's still working for the WWE. Right. So remember. And apparently, you know, him and Booker, like, you know, they can best of friends, whatever. You now know, that wasn't in the AE documentary. But remember now. No, because there was also some racist stuff in there too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Now remember, WWE need combined for a documentary, so I bet you WWE saw that first before it got aired. You know what of I mean? And, course, I, and I bet you, tri- and I bet you, Triple H probably would have said, you know, don't don't put the fact in that number one. I said some bad shit. And number two. <laughs> well, I mean, so did and, Vince. And, but yeah, and and, and number two, I was but supposed I to lose that match just to make me look weaker. Maybe I wonder who when that changed. By the way, when that call changed. But I mean, whatever. So getting back to the question, ECW, not the World Heavyweight Championship. Now around this time of the invasion. I was fading out of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Rob Van Dam won what title? You, WWE Championship. He was the WWE Champion. Okay, so that he beat John him. Cena in one, night, one stand. night stand. That yes. I do know. Yes. Okay. But uh, that was way after. The, that was way after the invasion. Who else from this angle? I, I mean. I mean, I mean, as far right, as so singles wise, I, I guess mean, it has to be. I mean, you know, there's. You know, if you're talking about Sting ECW, didn't come guys. until a long time ago. No, no, Sting WCW, wasn't there. so you had Goldberg at that time, but yeah, kind of. But he came. He wasn't deserving. He, of well, he wasn't that much in invasion angle. He was more of like coming on his, out on the Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was on his own. We're really thinking about the invasion angle. Booker T was a big part of it. Rob Van Dam, um, Tommy Dreamer was there. I believe Raven was there. Raven was. Um, I believe like Buff Bagwell was there. Yeah, no. Um, who from ECW? It's, I mean... The list is very short. It's very short list. You have Taz, but... Yeah, but Taz was in WWE before. He debuted at the Royal Rumble and beat Kurt Angle in his first match. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? But, I mean, for me, I think this question points directly to Booker T because he had the most success of any wrestler from that invasion angle coming over, in my opinion. And he made himself, too, because also, not to get lost in this invasion angle stuff... How many of those guys went on to have much more successful careers other than Booker, Booker T? I can't talk today. Not, from, not a from lot. From this moment here. Not a lot. Other than RVD. He won the championship. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, uh, Eddie won. Uh, Chris Benoit won. Yeah. But, I mean, like, when you had guys like the Dudley Boys who were, already in, who were already in WWE having success, you know, we can't include them. But, I mean, the, the biggest person to have the largest impact – from the invasion angle is definitely Booker T. Yes. I mean, he came in with one of the greatest, funniest, most entertaining 
rivalries at yeah, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold and the grocery store. And then, you know, he gets... he, get, he <laughs> Press he, check on Jackass. Yeah, press check on Jackass. <laughs> and then he gets paired up with Goldust for, again, great comedy. Yeah. Right? And, and then, then when he went on to do the King Booker King thing, Booker, that put him over the top. Yeah. And that was one of his with last With Queen angles. Charmel, yeah. yeah. And he was a world heavyweight champion, I think, two times. Yep. So, I mean, I'm going to go with King... That's a great question, by the way, Jesse. Thank you. So, next question on the satchel. King Booker. Booker. Put the pinky up. Uh, this comes from NWO21874 on Instagram. All right, new guy. Instagram question. Thank you. What's your opinions on Bianca Belair's run as champion? Ooh. Wow. You want to go first? We, we, we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast. The story of Bianca becoming a champion was a great story. I think that, in my opinion, the story was too obvious for her to win. I think that they build her up a little bit too fast, and they gave her a little bit too much of a push too quickly because of how she's holding the belt now. I think right now, I'm not, I'm not going to use the word boring. I'm going to use the word stagnant as a champion. Stagnant is better, but boring is close. Um, that's a good way to put it. As, you know, I, I'm going to keep adding to your answer there, too, because I, I agree with you so much on this topic. I watch it now, and I'm like, okay, kind of wish... I'm kind of wishing for her to lose at this point because the money's in the chase. She she's didn't not get a gonna, proper She's chase. not going to lose to Bailey. I would want her to. Yeah, she's not going to. So what's the what's the stipulation there? Isn't there a stipulation? It's an I quit match. Yeah, but it, there's nothing after that. I know um, there's another match. I forget. Oh, it's on NXT. It's uh, the loser becomes the uh, servant for uh, a month or something like that. But yeah. that's the million-dollar championship. That's uh t- that's tonight on yeah. Great American Bash. I'm watching directly after this with yep. uh, Cameron Grimes and uh, L.A. Knight. And I do think that Million Dollar Man's going to make an appearance. But yeah. um, Oh, great. Look at that. For your birthday, too. Son of yeah, a bitch. For the $135 you just, man. We're really missing the Million Dollar Championship hanging on this wall. That would be awesome. But I think that's the most expensive belt you can buy. It's like 400 bucks. No, there's more because you get the elite belts, which uh-huh. I have the, all the jewels. But but yeah. still. But anyway, so I think Bianca's stagnant right now. It's I, just it's too stagnant for me. Her, her run hasn't proved any hasn't proved anything otherwise. Um, you know, I, I'm sure business is going to pick up when Sasha comes back. We f- pretty much know this as a but fact. But this is the problem. The problem is that why would you you're going to win to uh, beat Sasha? Have this whole gap of nothingness because Sasha likes to take off all the time. And this is like, I mean, Becky Lynch had a baby, but like, this is what the this is what the WWE's definition of the women's division's been. Yep. We're just gonna hold it together with band aids until but, our big names yeah. are back, Becky and Sasha. So why bother? Like, exactly. You can be doing so much other stuff with the women. I I appreciate them putting Bianca as a champion. While Sasha's gone, a new face. I think it's yeah. better than Bailey because I think Bailey's run of over a year was kind of, you know, it, it paid its toll at the end. But I mean, I think yeah. the way you're portraying Bianca to go out every week and cut these promos in the same person and they all sound the same. And, you yeah. know, how many times are we going to run back Bianca and Bailey? We saw it in a match. First of all, we see it on SmackDown. Then we saw in a regular match, which Bianca won cheaply in a roll-up. And then we saw it in a Hell in a Cell. Yep. And everybody knows the golden rule. We don't see feuds after Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is like the killer, the ender. And now we're seeing another stipulation. So two out of the three championship matches that these two women have wrestled have been stipulation matches. Yep. That's desperation, maybe. That's to get viewership. 
And I think they're just keeping the Band-Aid on until live crowds come back. I until really back, do feel yeah, that way. That's it. In nine more days. Wow. All Great right. question. Thank you so much, NWO7158. How'd you know that without looking at the thing? I remember the numbers. Oh, my God. You're yeah. a fucking rain man over here. Uh, ten minutes to Wapner, Alex. Ten minutes to Wapner. All right. This is from uh, Anthony Ferretti. Strictly in the ring only, who has had a better career, Kofi or The Miz? Mm. Well, Jeez. this is a good question because these two wrestlers kind of had the same beginning. Yeah. Right? They get They get put in. Right. Wow, this is. A, they really don't experience. It's a thumper, right? Yeah, here. They, they really don't experience much heavyweight championship glory until the m- middle part of their peak, right? Yeah. I mean, the Miz was only champion just to build a another feud of John Cena and The Rock, but I'm gonna say the Miz because. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if Kofi wasn't in the New Day... I think there's so many... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like if Kofi wasn't in the New Day, he wouldn't have the success that he has been having. Now, now Miz has made his mark on his own. Yeah, but we're putting that aside for this question. We're putting just wrestling in the ring. Or uh, wrestling in, in the ring. In-ring work. We're not We're not talking about... I mean, we could talk about the promos because that's in the ring. We could talk about the interviews. It's not in the ring, but we're not going to talk about the Miz and Mrs. or host of Cannonball. No, or the no, real no, world. no. That's yeah. That no, no. Because Kofi hasn't done any anything like that other than goodwill appearances for whatever. But yeah, um, his story of becoming a champion was very good. Yeah, the Miz he, had the better storyline. Yeah, to become champion. The Miz's story was I'm gonna win money in the bank and cash in. I mean, twice. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, he did what the sole purpose of that that title shot opportunity is you know and he cashed it in successfully twice mm-hmm. uh, which is more than most um but <clears throat> i th- i'm gonna go on the opposite here okay and i'm gonna say kofi all right better uh you know obviously moveset better better wrestler mm-hmm. as a whole mm-hmm. um it is hard to not give miz his flowers because you know the work that he's done in the last six to seven years has pretty much helped WWE get to where they are and further when it comes to media stuff. And again, I know this is venturing outside of the ring, um, but he's gotten better. You can go back and watch all of his matches and see that there's progression and he's getting better. He's still kind of slow and clumsy in certain aspects. The Miz? He's not the Miz. He's not as fluid as Kofi is. Um, Kofi has his botches too, but he comes away from them. It's also two different kinds of wrestling. Into something yeah. Correct. Yeah. He he turns it into something else. Mrs. Punches look kind of weak. Oh, to to quote Jeff, the drizzling, drizzling shits. Drizzling shits. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's a southpaw. He throws left punch. Now, now weak. let's let's throw a curveball here into this question. It still relates to this topic. Better finisher of the two. I'm gonna say Kofi because I hate the slow aggression finale. <laughs> okay. Good. It's a face plant that does nothing. Yeah. Kofi's kicking you in the head. Yeah. yeah. You know, and one good swift kick to the head can knock you out, which we seen last week on NXT. Yeah. And, yeah. ironically, Kofi did knock out the Miz on a, on, a, on a Raw. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, l- l- like, legit injury. But, I mean, I think I have to go with the Miz because I think the Miz kind of earned it in a different way. He was a tag he, team he champion was, yeah. with John Morrison. Right. He was a tag team champion with the Big Show. Both of them are journeymen. Yeah, that's no the, denying they that. They both held 
all the belts except the universal title. Now, now Kofi's one run with the championship is more. Um, it's memorable. It is uh, monumental. Jesus, I can't <laughs> fucking talk. I was up with the baby. Monumental. Monumental. A bull. No, monumental. Because remember, hashtag. I mean, I mean, the Miz's ta- the Miz's championship runs. He he uh, he won it. He cashed in on the Money in the Bank, right? He defended at WrestleMania, beat John Cena, but only because of the Rock. Yep. Right. And then he won he, the. He's gotten help in several ways. Yeah, but he's that's gotten his so much help. So yeah. it works. And then he lost to Bobby Lashley in eight minutes in a lumberjack match at the end of Raw. He still lost it in more time than Kofi lost his championship. Nine seconds. Yeah. But I mean, I think I just had to go with the Miz because I think if you take away Kofi being in the New Day, I mean, still though, even with Kofi in the New Day, say he wasn't in the New Day, you think he would still be in the WWE right now? If the New Day never existed. No. 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 That's the problem. The Miz would. To me, that's the problem. Yeah. Because I the think... Mi- I think the Miz knew a long time ago that he had to find his own kind of way. He was a player. Primetime player. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Fred Rosser. That's right. Speaking of primetime players. Awesome interview. Thank you. Yes. Great drop last week. Uh, that yeah, was that an was awesome cool. Interview. I can't tell you how many times I played um, that back. Oh, I watch it all the time. My mom was like, "Who's that guy? I like him." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's such a such." Blah, yeah. blah, blah. She's like, "Oh, that's great." It was an awesome interview and really great. So, yeah. shout out the primetime players who weren't on that list, by the way. I don't think either. Millions of dollars. Yeah. Millions of dollars. But I mean, honestly, just if he if the if the new day never existed. I don't think Kofi would have a job. I don't think well, Xavier Woods would have a job. Well, because, they all know that they've yeah. actually they have their podcast, the New Day podcast, and um, they've said that in one of the first three episodes they talked about the creation of yeah. the New Day, how they got there from soup to nuts, and they all knew that they were like a show away from being fired, so they had to come yeah. up with something. Because Kofi you know, was a jobber. Kofi yep. was a jobber at the after end. after his feud with Orton, where he Orton him buried stupid. him, yeah. right. That was it, that was and it. they were floundering. Kofi would make appearances, like yeah. you said, be a jobber, have a spot in the Royal Rumble. You know, now we call have it the Kofi spot, spot the or in the, the bank. Naomi spot, Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Because I he's mean, he your, was a tag team champion. Yeah, he's with, your utility player. Do you remember who he was tag team champion with? He was tag team champion Evan with two Bourne. people and our truth and our truth. So I mean, I just I have to go with the Miz just because I think okay. his longevity was there. All right. Agree to disagree so, on that one, but that's, that's a great fun. question. That's a great though. question, Anthony. Thank you. That's the kind of questions we 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 really love because they that gets the juices flowing. This right is there. another good question from Jeff Luke. Shout out to his Parallel Fiction podcast. What's more brutal to watch back? Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle, oh, King of the Ring, too. or Mick Foley, Undertaker, and Hell in a Cell? I I don't care if 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 you're 45 years old or five years old. I think when you watch the Hell in a Cell match between Mick Foley and Undertaker, scares the shit and out of that you. fall that Mick Foley takes, in my opinion, is still the most craziest fall I've seen in WWE. Um, There's history. been some falls, but nothing as true as that. No, like I'm not talking about Jericho's fall, and we're talking about twice. Twice. Going through the ring, I think the second time through, excuse me, not through the ring, through, through the, the top of the cage, yes. I think was scarier to me. And because, the chair hit them on the head on the way down. Yep, and the yeah. tooth and everything and coming out the nose. And it was, I think that right there got me. I mean, yeah, going over the top of uh, 16, 23 foot, however, it gets taller and, and smaller yeah. every time. Next week will be 87 feet tall. Right, cage. it's like Hulk Hogan you yeah. know, always talks about. You know how heavy Andre was. Seven hundred forty-two pounds. <laughs> right. yeah. This guy weighed eight. Yeah, yeah this, guy, this guy. This right. a semi a half ton. Right. No, but I mean, I mean, I I can't take any credit away from Kurt Angle and 
Shane McMahon because that match made that pay-per-view. That ma- that match made Shane McMahon. I don't think it made Kurt Angle's career. I think it, it made, made Shane. Shane McMahon's career because Shane McMahon. Was this even, before or after Shane did the spot with Steve Blackman? I think this is after. Okay. Shane McMahon can't hold a candle up to, to Kurt Angle's wrestling career, wrestling ability. Oh, no, we all know that. And, you know, he, he's keeping up with Angle. He's taking the bumps. He's doing the crisscross. And then, you know, the back, coast to coast yeah, the back suplex when Kurt Angle breaks his tailbone on the concrete. And then the botched uh, the belly to back yeah. suplex twice botched it. One time on the outside, and then the one time going back from the in to the outside. Damn. And then the How did you not, like, mark it somewhere? Oh, Jeff is calling back. Hold on one second, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Jeff, what's what's going on? We're good. You're good. Your house is not burning down. (laughs) I guess she was just cooking. house isn't burning down. No gas leak. All right. So you Jeez. missed, uh, I think you only missed like two questions, but we're on the question from Jeff Luke, shout out the Parallel Fiction Podcast, about nice. what what was what was more brutal to watch, in your opinion, uh, Taker and Mick Foley from King of the Ring or from um, the other King of the Ring? Um, right, both from the same. Shane McMahon, McMahon and Kurt Angle, yeah. Angles. Yeah, what was more brutal for you? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Rock and Mankind at the Royal Rumble. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, with the handcuffs? Yeah. yeah. The I Quit Un- match. Unprotected chair shot in front of your family. Chair shots to the head. I would say that was more brutal. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Undertaker Mankind because you ain't never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Um, like literally getting thrown two stories onto a fucking table, um, and then again through the ring onto the ring. That inspired so much backyard wrestling stuff. It did. Yeah, you know, like there, there's more long-term effects of that one moment. If that fall can get played on ESPN every anniversary on yes, the Facebook yes, page, you know, you know it's a monumental thing. Yeah. Honestly. So it was, it was A, brutal to watch, and B, it was actually very, like, Fun. Um, influencing. <laughs> it was. Which is wild to think about. Um just, just because, like you said, they play it like over and over and over again. And if that spot doesn't happen, like, do the Hardy Boys even have careers? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Now, that's funny that you say that because, um, I mean, people who don't nothing about wrestling know that moment. Yeah. Like now, my mom sent me that. She was like, "Did you see this?" I was like, "Yeah, my." No, I before, before you jump back on, I said that was the most brutal fall I've ever seen in WWE. Now I know you're an ECW buff. And I know, I know, you know, the fall that Vic Grimes took off the scaffolding of New Jack when New Jack tried to kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is hands down the worst. But you, do you think any falls in ECW in your watching career can hold up a candle to that? 100% Vic Grimes falling onto New Jack's head from the top of, like, a basketball net. Like, yeah. uh, on like yep. to the ground and that's what gave new jack like the concussions and broken broken orbital, orbital bone and brain matter falling through his nose oh uh, that was hands down the most brutal was that fall not even when new jack threw grimes off and tried to kill him the one that <laughs> as a receipt he gave him a receipt to kill him was the worst. I love how he admits he's like, I try to kill the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so subtle. So yeah, subtle. You know, I don't fucking blame him. Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking blame him. He I don't was blame him. Just being a bitch and like you know, don't <laughs> he's give like, me like, oh, I don't think I could do this, man. Fall. 
but at the end of the day, when, um, you know, you, you schedule the fall and it's going to happen and you're in the ring with New Jack, motherfucker, you better listen. Or... Absolutely. Huh. So, this next question, Jeff's going to pull out oh, the hat. You know what? I'm sorry. There was one other fall that was really bad that I could remember that um, <clears throat> it wasn't even that high of a fall, but it was brutal. And it came in the Jerry Lynn versus RVD match from Hardcore Heaven 99. RVD hits him with that springboard back kick and Jerry Lynn was crossed on the top rope and he fell to the outside of the ring face first and broke his nose oh, and got God. a concussion horribly. Did he kick him? Did he, do, did he do the Van Daminator with the chair or just a kick? It wasn't even a Van Daminator. It was just like the, uh, like it was basically that without the chair. Oh, okay. You know, I love the Van, I love the Van Daminator. Yeah. I think it's such oh, an awesome sure. move. So this next question, Jeff's going to pull the hat. Uh, just I'll pull it out, and Jeff can answer it first. From D Taylor 414 on Instagram, do you honestly think Keith Lee will return with WWE? If if he does return, where does he end up? SmackDown. Really? Um, yeah, because there's going to be a big shakeup, and, um, and knowing that Mia Yim is like SmackDown or at least like gonna be Retali- Retaliation whatever her name is yeah yeah whatever <laughs> um, it's gonna be uh, I see <laughs> him coming to SmackDown and yes I absolutely see him coming back okay he is such an interesting wild card because he's not yeah. out for his he's not out for his health anymore I think at this point I think they were like listen we really don't have anything for you you're better now we're waiting for live crowds everything he could be the, a... the remedy for many things. I hope, and, and I'm using air quotes here, is live fans being in attendance. But yeah, I... that's going to be good for three months, and then we're back to where we were a year and a half ago. Do you see him maybe being a surprise entrant in the Money in the Bank match? No. Neither do I. Although that's a good idea. That's though. not. That's a, I mean, if you want to bring it back that way, bring it. Uh, that I want. Every year, that last spot to always be random. Yeah. Just want that to be number 30 of the Rumble. Yeah, give it more meaning. Everything Mm -hmm. ties into something else for the year. Absolutely. And I think it should be picked, like, say they do a storyline, like, picked by, like, a head guy backstage or something. Give me back the bingo balls and somebody's (laughs) hand reaching in and stealing somebody else's. Give me that back again. Yeah, but, I mean, like, the money in the bank, like, the way it's set up right now, I mean, Ricochet being in it, I know he's there for the spots, but like if he got taken right. out he's by the, he's in the Kofi, I spot. can I can see him getting taken out by a wrestler the day of and not being in that match. You well, know what I mean? Well, that's what I thought they were doing with the Jinder Mahal angle last week. Yeah, I don't really think Drew McIntyre is going to make it into that <laughs> the, match. The American badass Jinder Mahal because he had his Harley yesterday. <laughs> did you see that? He rolled up. <laughs> he did. The, the Ameri- Indian badass. Yeah, the Indian badass. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, That's good shit. I mean, Jinder Mahal, he could be starting a program with Drew McIntyre. Well, look at all the Bro, faces. Don't hinder Jinder. Don't hinder. You, you love Jinder Mahal, Jeff. You talked about him a couple times on our episodes. Former champion. Big guy. Uh, he could work. He's international. Uh, He's, like, he man. crosses. Uh, he checks a lot of boxes. He does. Yeah. He checks a lot of boxes. Granted, he juiced his dick off and, you know, bitch tits and everything and back knee. But at the end of the day, the guy is huge and could be a big money market for WWE. 
So is he fucking John Cena? No, he's not fucking John Cena, but I think he's potential in a really boring era. So I think that he can be some sort of decent star. Okay. Because remember, and actually, like a program with him would be entertaining because the whole freaking um, three man band deal. Yeah, there's a lot of history there. <laughs> I think they yeah. could do some good shoot interviews like between each other. Give it a shoot and really shit on that. And remember, we're entering the part of professional wrestling where there's that little bit of a lull kind of after yep. SummerSlam. So you never know. Yeah, maybe... so it makes sense to give him like a good match. Like, do you think we can see, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but at SummerSlam, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal? Absolutely. Yep. It you get, know what it, I mean? It gives us, the, as the fans who are tired of seeing him right now, it gives him a little spot away from the main title picture. And I mean, he's gonna. I think he's gonna go over in Jinder just to build Drew's character up more. And that's fine. Uh-huh. But it gets him away from the the main event, uh-huh. which you know now we're kind of like you beat us over the head. You gave him the Roman Reigns treatment in the time where there was no fans, uh-huh. and it could have been even worse. They could have even turned on McIntyre if there were fans while all. Of this Did you was hear going his on. promo last night about his sword? Uh, yeah, get me a nah. Please, Jeff, next Jeff, Jeff did, you, you heard that too about the Loch Ness monster tooth? I said I need that about tree fitty. <laughs> I need about tree fitty. Come on, you know what I mean. Uh, Keith Lee, <sighs> I'll allow it. I wish, but I, I I want him to go to SmackDown. Put him on the right really? show. Yeah, don't put him on that fucking Raw show. What about NXT? Even better. Even right? better. Even better. Having having Keith Lee go back to NXT kind of like what Ember Moon and Finn Balor did. They've done it successfully, and now there's talks of Finn coming back up and stuff. That's em- why we haven't em- seen Ember him, so Moon got lost really quick in WWE, but she was yeah. very dominant in NXT. And then she also NXT. got hurt. Right. Yeah. You know, she was she there was for a hot minute, dominant. got lost, and then got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Tegan Ox is coming back tonight, too. I heard. Right? I heard. That's the promo. Yeah. With the, with the, with the battery yeah. charging as Tegan Ox. Uh, which which was right because some there were some theories that Keith Lee, but I think Keith Lee is dealing with something right now with WWE. I heard it's trademark related with his yeah. name, with his name, and then if you really think about it, the fact that his girlfriend hasn't wrestled on television in about four months, and she was supposed to have a small program with Carmella to introduce the character of Mia Yim, and that hasn't even blossomed yet. So yeah. I think I think Keith Lee may stick around, but I think I'm the if I had a book, Keith Lee, I'm putting him on NXT because, like if Jeff said, if they're shaking everybody up, remember, carrying crosswork tapings. He wrestled Cesaro the other day. And you have um, Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. And now you have Shotzi Blackheart. And you have Scarlett wrestling on main event and getting called up for this stuff. Like, there's going to be a lot of shakeups happening. And I think if you put Keith Lee back down, and I think that he can be a formidable contender for whoever the champion is. But I want to see Keith Lee come back as a heel. Mm. I don't want to see him as a face. I want to see him as a heel. A monster I heel. I want to see like a monster heel Keith Lee. Not this sophisticated Bask in My Glory guy. Like, Jeff, let me ask you a question. Monster heel. If you were to compare like someone to Keith Lee, like he's a big guy. You're a big guy. You're a big guy wrestler. So is he. Who would you compare Keith Lee's wrestling style to? Someone like Bam Bam? He would be more like a a Mark Henry Hall of Pain era. Okay. But with with athleticism of, like, something you've never seen before because the guy's a freak. Good comparison. Um, Very good comparison. I mean, this has Hall of Pain written all over it. 
I would absolutely love to see him in that role. In that kind of that, like what Mark Henry did. Not completely steal the, you know, Hall of Pain, but, you know. Because I got more left in the tank. Damn it. Yeah, just be that big dominant hero that can just throw anybody around at will and do it. You know, I personally don't want to see him jump and flip around. I don't want to see him do it. Save your body. Just uh, go out there and be a badass. Because like you can be in what you look like. Does NXT have any real big dominant heels right now? No, no. Big guys? No, they don't. As a heel? No. No. I mean, I mean, Karrion Cross is a heel. He's a champion, but like, that he's was, not big. He, no, yeah, he's not, no. He's built, but he's not like big. You know what I mean? Five eleven tops. Yeah. But, like, the other guy, who's the guy in Hit Row? That guy. Top uh, Dollar? Top Dollar. He's a big dude, but, I mean, he's part of a faction who's, uh, I can't see singles out of him, but, I mean, you know, put Keith Lee in NXT. I think you turn him into a heel, a monster fucking heel, like Jeff said. Yeah. Good one. Absolutely. Go I, I think that'd be great. Alex is picking up next on the satchel. All right, we're getting done. To the yeah, we got, like, five right questions left. All right, another, this is another question from the Parallel Fiction Podcast. Rate, oh, yeah. This is a good question, too. I've seen, I, I seen all these questions yeah. like, briefly. Thank you for everybody commenting on social media for us, by the way. Yes. Uh, rate the OVW class of 2002 in order oh, of personal preference. Oof. And then he, ha- <laughs> he lists here Cena, Batista, Lesnar, Orton. I mean, we also have, uh, I believe, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, I was going to say but... that. I think I think you have to include Shelton Benjamin in that yeah. um, because he gets swept under the rug. Remember... Shelton Benjamin came up, beat Triple H, had a great singles career to start, Intercontinental Champion, had banger matches with Shawn Michaels on Monday Night Raw when he first yep. debuted. I mean, one of Shawn Michaels' most infamous super kicks is the other <laughs> on the other half is Shelton Benjamin. I'm a Shelton Benjamin mark. I, so am does, I. I think I Shelton it. Benjamin's a phenomenal wrestler. Yes. Wish he was better on the mic, but yeah, uh, he's so good. All right, so we got Bring Cena, Batista, Lesnar, Orton, and... We can throw Benjamin yeah, throw on Benjamin here, you know. Benjamin is, is going to round off the bottom of this class here. Um, Remember, this is your own personal opinion. This is my own personal opinion, yeah. Um, I think at the top, this is a tough one because I can see it go either way, but it's hard to deny John Cena at the top. Mm-hmm. And because I got to keep it straight down the middle, the second underneath that would be Lesnar. Right down the middle, Daddy. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with <laughs> Orton and then Batista. Okay. So, all right. C- Cena and Lesnar, depends on the argument. I can have it go either way, but I'm going to list it how I said. So you got Cena, Lesnar, uh, Orton, Batista, Benjamin. All right. John Cena was built to be this generation's Hulk Hogan, right? Yep. I can't think of all the Make-A-Wish that he's doing. I can't think of all that stuff. Oh, no. I throw, that, I, sh- I throw that shit. This yeah, is all wrestling This is related. all wrestling related. Now, this is just wrestling related. I'm going to go with Lesnar, Orton, Cena. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Lesnar, Orton, Cena, Benjamin, Batista. Mm. I never liked Batista. To I, me, I love Batista. To me, Batista was just another freak, um, freak steroid guy. I never saw anything in him. I never liked him. I just think that he was a big body that Vince said, "Hey, let's put him in a, Let's put him in Evolution because it wasn't supposed to be him. Nope, Bobby Jindr. Uh, it was supposed Jindrak? to be yeah. It was supposed to be Mark Jindrak. Mark Jindrak. Yep. Um, 
And the original vignettes are made with Mark Jindrak. Yeah, yeah. Can but, you fucking imagine? Oh, my God. And then, well, Triple H, because he was, again, at the time... He was the guy calling the shots, Calling the basically. shots, because he basically was about to marry the daughter. Told him, hey, I want Dave Batista in, but... To me, because that other guy couldn't keep his mouth shut. To me, I don't think good. Batista was that great on the microphone. I think that he was kind of one-dimensional in the ring. He had a killer powerbomb, but I don't think that he can carry matches the way that the other four wrestlers can. I think Benjamin was a great wrestler. Cena kind of brought wrestling back for kids. But when we're thinking about overall everything, I mean, Brock Lesnar's matches, remember, he took out The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Right? He he beat The Rock to become the youngest world heavyweight champion of all WWE champion of all time. He main evented WrestleManias, a lot of them in the past what five six years. Yep. He can come back. He can go to UFC, have success. He can come back and be a, th- a, t- a two time WWE champion. Money in the bank. Money winner. in the bank winner. Universal champion. I think the way that he wrestles and maybe short. It may not go the distance, but I think what he does is I think he makes the believability in there, the way he sells in the ring. This is tough for me because Orton, I think, did a lot of great things and in wrestling. Orton has been the one consistent person he's on this He's 15-time champion. Consistent. Consistent. Even though I think he's hurt right now. Oh, that's why he's off TV. I think he's off TV. I think that, he might be hurt. That but RK Bro stuff that's going on is cracking me up. It's very so funny. for it, yeah. But, I mean, just something with... The way that Lesnar gives me the believability to watch wrestling, the way that he wrestles, I'm putting him over Orton. So, in my opinion, it's it's Lesnar, Orton, Cena, Benjamin, Batista. They, uh, Jeff, what about you? I got Orton, Batista, um, Brock, Benjamin, Cena. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Now, remember... That's my personal... Now remember, Jeff. I mean, I'm looking not for yeah. like what exactly they did. I'm looking at me personally, what I enjoy the most. Okay. You know? Good. So uh, I, I like that actually, perspective. I had a tough choice between Orton and between and Batista being number one and number two, because I am the opposite, and I actually really enjoy Dave Batista. Um, I, I yeah. yeah, he's a total steroid freak, but in ring he looked like a fucking freak. Steroids aside, I mean, yeah. He was dominant. He was believable. His um, power bomb was awesome, and I'm a good mark. I'm a mark for a good power bomb. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed his like whole career, really. And um, you know, he's Drax the Destroyer. Don't fuck with oh, Drax. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but Orton, I think, has done more enjoyable things over his career. You know, all around, I I love I love his line of work. His um, on he's supposed to be like boring on the mic, but at the same point, he cuts good promos that get by. It's an old school kind of promo. He's played the role of a loser pretty well. Like when he's lost in big matches, like he's done oh, a good yeah, job dude. with that. He put like when he puts people over, he shoots them to the moon. Yeah, yeah, but it took him a while to get to that point. I mean, we all know his history. Yeah, shitting and yeah, luggages, and popping Percocet. His Austin, um, you know, his Austin show that he did. Um, yeah. that was that was kind of like oh, eye-opening. it opens up good. the curtain to see does, what kind yeah. of person he actually was. Again, we go it. back to uh, Darren Young, you know, that we had on last week. He was mm-hmm. his biggest where... supporter. 
he was the first person to go up to, you know, Randy Orton was the first person to go up to Darren Young, and he flat out said, if anybody gives you shit for coming out, you let me know, and I'll take care of him. That's awesome. Like, Orton's a great dude, as crazy as it sounds. Why do and you have... again, this is like, one of my, like, you know, my crew, we, we like, you know, used to talk mad shit about him, you know, for a while, and then it turns out that, you know, now we all back Randy Orton. So, it's just amazing how life goes. Why do you have but, Cena at five? What? Why do you have Cena at five? Tell me something that you really like about John Cena. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, realistically, come on. <laughs> um, he had he he had some really good promos. Some of the uh, fuck, we all know that. some yeah, of the promos are so cheeseball some like, of the thug life promos were very good stuff. the thugonomics shit was good and and, that and was so like boring to me too the fucking thugonomics it was so fucking the cheesy. promos that he that he that he cut in roman reigns were, were very good he's like he's like come on it's called a promo we all need to learn how to do it like he he could have been a smart ass and he played that role pretty well sometimes when he needed to be yeah i mean i just now again, we have different opinions on Batista. Batista and his, did, and his characters evolved. Yeah. Characters, and I say that plural. Oh, they all have. They definitely Dude, evolved. His and... character devolved. Like, uh, huh. I don't know. He, he he's done nothing for me. Never has. Never will. John we'll pick. Scott. We'll pick. We haven't done a John. I know Tommy. We haven't done a John Cena show. Don, John Cena show. So we'll pick up on this topic as we move forward. We haven't yeah, done. Think about it. This needs a lot more time. Think about it. We haven't done like a John Cena show. We, we haven't, haven't done, done, we a haven't done like show a Ric Flair time. show. We haven't done a lot of shows. So that's a great question by the Parallel Fiction Podcast. You should follow them on all social media, just like you should follow us on all social media. And listen uh, to them. They're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, here's another question. This is uh, kind of another Orton question from WWE Rollins78742 on Instagram. Where does Randy Orton rank on the list of the greatest performers of all time? Wow. Well, okay. Top 20. Top 20. Of yeah, all, I don't see why not. Of yeah, all time. Oh, here's another list thing again. Yeah. Now, again, off. this is personal list. I'm glad this wasn't the first question because we would have went off the rails and never now, got to rest Now, let's just lay the groundwork for the three of us in this question. Is this going to be in-ring related or overall career related? Well, I mean, for Orton, he's a bit of both because he's a 14-time champion. He's accomplished a ton in the ring. Yeah. So for me, it's hard to not. It's hard to leave that other half out. Yeah, um, for that in particular question. Uh, where does Ran- I? I'll tell you right now. I, I'm putting Randy Orton over Triple H, in my opinion. In my opinion, I'm putting him over Triple H. I can't argue that, man. I think that that might piss you a see, lot of I people like off, but that's pretty like, good. I, feel I like, like that. Like neck and neck, like they're the same. Like they're 14 and 15. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, at the like end of the day, Orton like, will. Or 19 will, and 20. Yeah. You know? Orton will be. On top of that, because Triple H's accomplishments outside of the ring will continue, so you're gonna have to kind of yeah, judge them at a distance for what they've done in ring career. I, I said this before. I just think Triple H is right place, right time. That's just my opinion. But this question is revolving around Randy Orton. Where to put him on my personal list of all time wrestlers? I'll I'll probably put him top fifteen, but uh, like. Good man. Between uh, 13 you. and 15. The back, the back end. The of back the end yeah. of the top 15. 
um, yeah. and could possibly in another year or two he could move up. I yeah, mean, I'm like, not everything gonna, moves. I'm not going to explain changes. the guys that are ahead of him because I don't, I can't think of all of them. But I'm yeah. just I know well, when Orton it, is definitely over Edge. Orton is definitely over a lot Christian. of these people that people consider a lot of people. You know. Yeah. Uh, don't uh, Christian's fucking number like nine hundred million thousand. <laughs> fucking, he's way at the fucking bottom. He's fucking. He's Christian is on the list right next to fucking Bull Buchanan and fucking Dink the Clown. And meat. <laughs> um, <laughs> meat. Do you put Randy Orton over Rey Mysterio? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So Randy Orton's over Edge, Mysterio. In my case, Triple H. How about someone like Seth Rollins? It's the story. Yeah, so that, Randy Orton's way above Seth Rollins. Story is out on that one still, but I don't think Seth will be that high ever. No. It's hard. It's hard um, to give a, an accurate. He's a thing. very good yeah, wrestler. It's hard to tell an active guy. So yeah. if you, if you want to be either black or white, yes, the answer mm-hmm. to your question is is uh, Randy's over Seth. Although, again, there's still a lot of story to be told there Here's over one. the years. But now, now I think that I'm gonna go with the other person, but like Chris Jericho. I'll put you know, see that that's a tough Jericho, one. Jericho, I put higher. Yeah, so I would put Jericho over Orton. You had Jericho. In I had Jericho five. on my top on my Mount Rushmore. So that says so, a lot yeah. right there. So yeah. But again, for other wrestling fans, you know, they may look at Randy Orton and say, "Wow, this guy, look at look at look at his stats, yeah. right?" And remember, Chris Jericho, what was he like, an eleven-time Intercontinental Champion or something like that? He's got stats on yeah. stats. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, for me, it's it's. Between... I put I put Randy Orton over Brock Lesnar. Okay, um, I think Brock had a lot more big moments in the past ten years, just because. Well, he's because that was the only moment they gave him. Exactly, he was gifted. Yeah, when you give him, he was in the he... WWE from 2002 to 2004 until he came back with Paul Heyman. Yeah. yeah. In that short period so, of time, he did a lot. But, I mean, in the short period of time since he's of been like, back. Holy shit, Randy! Uh, holy shit, Brock Lesnar! Brock Lesnar! But I put Randy Orton way above him. Well, everybody says holy shit, Brock Lesnar! Brock Lesnar! Because that's how they portrayed it, and that's what they want you to feel. It was actually good booking. Well, mm. yeah, for once. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Jeff's picking this next question out, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff's reaching his hand through the telephone, picking this question. <laughs> oh, hey, get get your hands out of yeah. Get oh, your man, hands off my coin purse. All right. All right. Oh. Okay. Damn. All right. So uh, <laughs> from Jay Tullick, mm. what big name is most likely to be released and next time Vince gets uh, snippy? <laughs> he wrote. Well. Ooh. Somebody and Ed had the perfect uh, response to this. Ed said Cesaro. I, I don't like, think Cesaro is getting released. I think Cesaro may win the Money in the Bank. Um, what person is going to get released? What big name is going to get released next when Vince feels like that's what we need to do? So basically, this time next year, who are we talking about? I got somebody, but Let, I don't let's know keep I, it short because we can keep moving. Hear, I don't, me, hear me out on this. I'm going way out of limb. Way the fuck out of limb on this. Shinsuke. No. Charlotte. Because of Andrade wow. stuff? Yes. Because wow. of who? Andrade? Yep. Mm. Okay. Because oh. she's she's seen on Instagram with him wearing an AEW hat, her wearing WWE hat. Like, she's all about showing this relationship with them. It's I think she's the like only that. one who can get away with that, though. I think I, that, too. I, I kind of get that. But, but again, you um, know, now and let's talk about this in December. It could be completely different. Yeah. 
That would be huge because you're taking away an 11-time women's champion that from your company. That would be, and we've had this this same question, and we, we got asked this a while back, who would be the one person, I think on the last satchel, yeah. who would be the one person that was to show up on AEW tomorrow? Yeah. Would have I a said Charlotte for yep. that, too. Charlotte, <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, see, here we come oh. back to topics here. I got to <laughs> think of the <laughs> Sunset Flip Radio. I, I got to think of the legacy, though, of Ric Flair. That's the problem to me for that to happen because he's still kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. A big name. Yeah, but she's her own woman. No, yeah, I get. That. I know. I, I know. That. But I just feel like she does a lot. I think that she's kind of like the face of the women's division right now. Hey, like, I'm just, I'm just talking. Yeah, no, that's what we want. That, that's, that's a huge that's name. The stuff we want. I think. Um, I think a name that. I think someone like Dolph Ziggler. And you think that's a big enough name because he's been I mean he's to be a big released name. every year. I mean, do you he's do you, a big name? He's a big he's name. He's a big name. I'm not I think, saying he's I not. I think the but... thing with Dolph Ziggler, he hasn't been on TV since he dropped the titles, has he? No. Yeah. I think he's wrestled one match. Yeah, he wrestled one he match. He wrestled one yep. match. I kind of feel like I think he wrestled one match and he won. I kind of feel like you got everything out of him though at this point in his career. You know what I mean? Besides putting people over because he can sell the fuck out of everything. Oh, yeah. Kind of like what Jeff completely okay with him leaving. Exactly. So. You know what I mean? He his his prime time, his peak was when he introduced Big E. Yep. And he won the the world heavyweight title. And, and cashed in on Del Rio. Yep. Well, that was his moment. That was his big moment. And he talks about it all the time. He talks, I mean, yeah, he talks about it all the time. It's a known fact. Yeah, but like you you compare someone like him with Jeff Hardy and right now Jeff Hardy's losing to Jinder Mahal's goons on main on event. On main event, I've seen that, yeah. And Jeff Hart's on a two-year deal. That's him for two years. I can yeah. see him breaking that going to AEW. That's but, uh, fine. That's fine. Give, that doesn't, like... But I, kinda I don't feel give like, a shit either I kind of feel like Dolph Ziggler, who's done a lot for the company and has won multiple titles, more than Murphy and all those guys that just got released. I think, to me, that's a big name that I can see Vince just saying, all right, I got everything I got out of him. Here it is. I'm done. Yeah, next, you know what I mean? next big name, I, I think, would be... I, I, I say Shinsuke. Okay. Um, because there's rumors of him being unhappy. I mean, maybe now things have changed because we see a lot more on uh, of him on yeah, television. He's parading around in a king hat. Yeah. Is, is that is that how you really want to see Shinsuke Nakamura when he no, got built to be this big dominant force from NXT and then he get then he kicks AJ Styles in the nuts and the rest of his career uh, goes he downhill. Kick him, he, he low blowed him. Whatever yeah, he did, of yeah. Course. You know. Yeah. But I mean. It's whatever Vince wants to do. So whatever Vince wants to do, I mean, if Vince wants to cut Shinsuke, Charlotte, and Dolph Ziggler, he can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. So this next question, Jeff, I know you're going to go in on this. And I didn't want to write everything that Roy Summers wrote on Facebook because it was a big thing. But this is the gist of it. Why, why are there... <laughs> this is a quote. Why are there still dog shit finishers like MJF's armbar and Carrion's limp dick excuse of a rear naked choke? <laughs> so, who's just give me the backstory on this guy? Yeah, Jeff, you're the professional wrestler, so you know, dive into this one, and and what do you think of Roy's uh, statement on I, that? Roy is 100%. Roy is the goat. I love Roy. Great <laughs> There's a butt here. I completely agree oh, with okay. Roy on what he said. I completely agree and despise these dog shit finishers that these people do, and these bullshit, embarrassing submission holds that some of these people fucking do like i can't stand that shit like i do i don't like um here you go here's a here's a i'm gonna 
there are Monkey so brain. many finishing moves that are just garbage. You Best start in the business with today. Zigzag is fucking terrible. Um, zigzag is terrible. Um, skull crushing. Skull finale. crushing finale is trash. Skull crushing finale is absolutely pathetic. Um, but he dates but, back to a lot of people, like Jeff Jarrett's fucking like uh, that stupid like front leg sweep was garbage. Um, you know, uh, what about Arian Cross does not know how to put on a fucking submission hold to make it look like it hurts. Like I'm sure that he. I can't wait to go to your fucking, show and be like, you're not even fucking doing it right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that. He, Boo this man. <laughs> I'm sure he got paid by enough dudes to choke him out in the indies. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, get by, but honestly, fuck that guy. Um, but seriously, like these submission holds, man, I don't understand what these people are doing. You're supposed to make it look like it sucks to be in this hold. And it's not like the cell, it's it's fucking just dog shit how people put it on. I hated Chris Benoit flat out because I could, besides the obvious, he's a piece of shit. But I hated Chris Benoit's crippler crossface because it never looked intimidating. He never closed his legs on the guy's arm. Why did the guy not just move their fucking arm? You know, I sometimes was, I think I think the focus was his facial expressions. Because he, like, he was missing like a tooth. And yeah, yeah, he was good with his fucking facial expressions. I understand that. But logistically, when you show that this motherfucker has a free arm, why? Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, who are you trying to convince? And it was the same thing with Cena doing a fucking SDFU that always looked like hot ass. That was that was like, <laughs> like, like that looks like shit every single time. What do you think of? No uh, let and me, you know what? The attitude adjustment is fucking pathetic too. Yeah. Let me so, ask you, what did you think of? Uh, carry, what, did, what did you think of Undertaker's Hell's Gate? Um, it, it's a legitimate chokehold, but Taker doesn't need to do that. No, he doesn't. When you have a finishing move like the Tombstone, bro. And and the Last Ride too. Yeah, but like, what what are you doing? Like, this, yeah. I understand <laughs> that he's like you know just old. But, he's he's won yeah. matches on pay per views like WrestleManias and stuff with that with he that finish. He choked Triple H. At he Mania, did. Was Mania twenty three. Eight. No, no, it was twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Peter with a tombstone. Yeah, twenty seven. The later ones. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Now, like, no, like, like some of these moves, man, are killing me, and I can't stand um, MJF's heat seeker. I, that's is that what it's called? I thought it was the salt okay, of the earth. First of all, first of all, the heat seeker looks fucking dumb. And second of all, the fucking arm bar that he does, holy shit, looks pathetic. That's called the salt like, of the salt earth. of the earth. Yeah, I mean, to me, a heat seeker sounds like a fucking like dr- missile dropkick or something like a crazy ass flipping missile dropkick or something. You know what I mean? Like coming at you. But I mean, like when we're talking about MJ, of... I'm sorry. MJF is one of the most overrated wrestlers in the world right now. <laughs> now you fucking got besides, him. Besides, there besides go. just like you know, yeah, he's good on mic, but that's all. Like to me, that's all this fucking guy has. I mean, that's like, that's does... what's getting him there, though. And it's it's yeah, fucking that's crazy. What's getting him there, but I mean, you need to stay there, and you're not doing it by doing these dumbass moves that are just boring as shit. I mean, eventually like, the character's got to evolve to some point, you know. You got to get past this, and how long can you cut the same promos on people? So it's yeah. like we get it, you're a dickhead, but 
There's only so much being a dickhead. You can say that. You can say we can say that about a lot. That's that's the problem right now with a lot of the writing. We can see a lot of that. Like it's literal, just cheap heat. It's not like the. It's not nuclear heat. Yeah. Not X Pac go go away heat. Yeah, I mean that's all the like. He's just to me like more flunky than fucking mega superstar. I don't see what everybody sees in this guy. I just don't. But whatever. He's also like five foot three. And like fucking, I don't know, 180 pounds of like meh. Like, yeah. he just, just, like he just, <laughs> the guy does meh. nothing for me. And then you want to throw a dog shit finisher. But on top of it, with all these dog shit finishers, how about Sammy Guevara has, uh, kicking out of a top rope tombstone? I seen that. I seen the gif of that online. Are you shitting me? <laughs> he hasn't sold any moves, though. That's in his repertoire. If you go back Sammy, watching all the shit he's kicked out of the bar. He's supposed to be the next big thing, too, and I don't fucking get it. Again, it's a guy who's 130 pounds. I think, he needs, I think he needs more grooming and training from people who aren't in AEW. I, I mean, to me, I think the next champion's going to be Hangman Page. That's just my opinion. But, yeah, um, you know what? Hangman Page is a guy that can work anywhere and can work anyone. That's the problem. I, I mean, I mean that's that that's a good problem to have, and that's yeah. something that's really good. But that's really why good. he's a good talent, as opposed to what I think of Sammy Guevara and and MJF. Oh no, absolutely. And like, you know, when I watch wrestling, like submission holds. You know, I'm gonna see like a good submission. You know what I mean? Like, give me like, Taz mission. Give me fucking. Um, <laughs> I mean. Give, give me, me give me the camel clutch from the Iron Sheik. Right, Jeff? Give me the, give, yeah, fuck you. Give me the camel clutch. <laughs> break your back. I make you humble. Sons of a number one. Yeah, give me now, but I'm honestly. Yeah. No, but honestly, like, give me the Kohina clutch from Samoa Joe. That looks have, like that's painful. Have him show Karrion Cross how to do it. You know what I mean? Well, now, I'll put it this way. I think he's about to yeah. soon. Very soon. Now, just just the thing, and I just want to end this question with this because I, I I agree with Roy. Is Karrion Cross's finisher? They're booking it too hard. Like, yeah. once he's in it, he, once whoever's he in, hasn't it, been using, in it, he hasn't been I mean? using that straight jacket until just recently. Yeah, like, he's been using that forearm punch to the back of yeah, the head. Yeah, forearm shots to the back of the head. And then he puts a straight jacket on. And then, and then they t- and then they pass out in ten seconds. I hate moves Less than to the back seconds. of the head, but I get it. Maybe three that seconds it could be effective, but I just hate. I the, like a move to the back of the head he, because it really is like that's a knockout. Like I get oh. that. No, I get it. I just personally hate it because it's not like I can't see you. Like I don't. It's I don't not that. It's not safe at all. No. Oh, you got that right. So, we're rounding out the satchel for the month of June slash July with this wonderful question from Franco. I can't say his last name. Menesis? Menesis? Franco. Franco. Franco, thank you for buying the shirt. Franco bought a shirt, everybody. We mail him to you. uh, $20 plus shipping. And he got the sticker combo. You know where to find us. Buy us a shirt. If you had to predict who will be the reigning Universal and WWE champion one year from today, who is it? Ooh. If you uh, mm, Universal and WWE champion one year from today. One year from today, right? So we gotta think about this. One year from today, we're getting we're we're going over a WrestleMania, a Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. And possibly another money in the and bank. And possibly another money in the bank. Universal into SummerSlam twenty twenty two. Universal, I'm gonna say Roman Reigns. Wow. And I'll say this because a, I'll say it because of this. Does he drop it and gain it back again? Yes. Okay. That, that's I, all I needed to hear. To I think he that. may drop it, but I think he's going to beat Cena. 
I think that... I mean, right now, it's him and Bo- against Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series. That'd be one hell of a fucking match to watch. Um, if they give it time. And if nobody, they give it time in the right oh way. And right They're now, bastardize right Bobby, now it's going to be Rock like, against Roman next year at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think the, Ro- the Roman's going to go over on The Rock. You said, you've been saying yeah. that for a very that, long time. Once you do that, that solidifies that man's career. Because you're bringing the family. I said it a thousand fucking times. It should have happened this year. Not this bullshit Daniel Bryan-Edge combination. You know what I mean? Roman Reigns is my universal champion next year. Will he lose it? Possibly. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. But Depends it, on who wins the money. A lot happens in that year. So it does. That, that I'm going to say out. Roman Reigns. And then I'm going to say for the WWE champion, the champion a year from today. Riddle. That's not a bad idea. But I don't see Riddle being the flag bearer for a company like that. I think AJ Styles is going to come back. I think, I think yeah. I think AJ Styles is going to come back. I think what they're doing with him is they're grooming almost with AJ. And I think they're kind of giving AJ a little bit time off. Like, to him, to me, this is like time off for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think he well, has he one more Georgia run. Georgia and he's doing stuff in uh, Florida. It's not he's far, got but... He's got one more run left in him. And, uh, and I really do think what's going to happen is Cesaro's going to win the money in the bank. And then he's going to get traded to Raw. And then him and Bobby are going to conflict. So... I can see AJ Styles having one more run as a as a champion because I think a lot of fans want to see him do it because remember when he was champion when he was the WWE now he was a WWE champion yep he was never Universal champion when he was WWE champion he had phenomenal programs with with uh, Randy no Orton right. with Randy Orton with um, Dean Ambrose with John Cena those matches with him and Cena were really good that was uh, there was three of them uh, Royal Rumble yeah Royal Rumble and SummerSlam. There were three good matches that they had together. He has great matches with everybody. I, I, he's, he's a prototypical champion. He's the guy that you want to have good matches. He can go the distance. So I'm going to say based on the intimidation factor, Roman Reigns, and based off the ability and I think with the fans and what I want to see myself, I'm going to say AJ Styles. It's a good answer to this question. There you go. I'm going to say Roman Reigns on SmackDown. Yep. Without losing the championship. Oh, so this is like a year Jesus. long run. This is a long, long run. This is, uh, but, yeah. Well, I guess it's technically Brock Lesnar he, he now does, he has a record. He will drop it on SummerSlam Summer next year. Wow. I don't know to who, but he'll drop it at SummerSlam next year. So we're looking at the tail end of his run. In a year. And on Raw, I'm going to say from a jump ship from this now, Kevin Owens. Okay. Yeah. That's another good wrestler. But I want to see Kevin Owens as a heel. I think he, we might be working towards be that. Heel. No, I I like him as a heel, but I think he still stays face and he becomes a champion on Raw, but he switches watching. The brand. Yeah. Wow. Maybe Kevin Owens wins a Royal Rumble. That wouldn't be bad. I'll take that. I'll okay. take that. What but about he, you, Alex? He's got to be psycho think? Kevin Owens. I. So here's the thing. I think that when it comes to being champion, I think Roman will be the WWE champion. Now, I, I know that it might be a lot here. Because traded to Raw? Traded to Raw. That's a possibility also to get, you know, I, I know that Fox has their hand with SmackDown and they really want Roman, but. They love Roman on SmackDown. Right. So, you know, how we just got a title change on uh, SmackDown and Raw for the uh, tag team championships. Not saying we're going to see anything similar like that, but I do think that Roman will be the WWE champion. Yeah. So a champion nonetheless, and the new Universal Championship, because all we've been doing over the years have been going back and forth between um, 
who's uh, the universal champion is the most is the head of the belt, and then back to WWE championship. I really think that uh, we could have Brock Lesnar back okay. in that capacity, but as universal champion. <clears throat> so Roman on put, one show, Brock on another. Put Brock on Fox. I mean, yeah. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. It's a big name. Yeah. That would okay. be that would be the trade if the two networks were like, listen, the only way this is going to happen if, is if X, Y, and Z happen, then we'll allow this. Then, you know, if the cards all play right. Well, guys, we, we all said that Roman Reigns is going to be the champion. Right. In that, some capacity. That, a that, champion. That means that what he's doing right now is like a lasting impact on us watching wrestling. Yeah. Because he's getting booked to be it's this something we haven't seen person. in a very long time in this era of wrestling. We haven't seen a heel run like this, and he hasn't lost even in non-title matches. Yeah, I mean, Bobby I mean, Lashley's lost the non-title match, yeah. whether it be a tag team or he gets. You this know, is like CM Punk like. This is this is a run that and, I don't and, think and, we're going to see some. for yeah, a very long time. I think this is time. different. Yeah, I think if this That's is in its I own category. See him have it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. But I mean, we ended up on a we ended on a we strong we ended on a strong question. note. I mean, the satchel for the month of July slash June has, has is over. I mean, it was a great satchel. We got some really great questions. Thank you for everybody out there that contributed your questions on our social media. Remember, you can find our social media on we're on Instagram and Facebook, both at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter out there. Guys, we're selling the t-shirts. Please buy a t-shirt. You know, I mean, we're the these t-shirts, you know, they're they're funding our guests that we have on the show and you know, they're gonna be funding a lot of shit for us. So I mean, please buy a t-shirt. It'd be a really great thing if you did. Um Support Noise Toys. Jeff's gonna be in Bayville on the 17th, Jeff? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, the 17th will be in... Holy shit. Tom's huh? River? <laughs> Tom's River. Tom's River, everything, yeah. Everything okay. got jacked up because the freaking... Well, I had the fire chief. I had uh, the cops. I all this shit come here because I thought I had a gas leak in my house all over the past couple minutes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so actually, we are going to be, uh, correction, July 17th is in Bayville, okay. 100%. So July 17th, Noise Toys will be set up at the Titan uh, Championship Wrestling in Bayville. Then August 14th in Bayville, also for Funhouse and Titan, I will be selling toys and I will be wrestling there. Nice. Kicking ass. So make sure you get at me for tickets. Yeah. And on top of it, we got September 18th at the ECW Arena. That's, we have the that you know we don't we don't need we don't even need to describe that show. Just all I gotta say is Kane, Mark Henry, Rob Van Dam will be in the same room. Come out to Philadelphia, hang out with us. You'll be an episode. That's it. Jay just announced a couple more people too. Really? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna just try to pull. But well, well, just figuring that out. July 17th, Sons of will also be there, handing out our business cards at uh, Titan Championship Wrestling in Bayville. And Vicious Vicky is going to be there. She's wrestling again. So I'm going to try to get Alex. I'm going to try to get a hold of her to come on the podcast. I know. <coughs> yeah, I've been, I've, been following, I've been following her on Instagram. She's oh, awesome. Uh, as we all have. So yeah, she, hopefully she can come on. I mean, you know what? Maybe we can get her to do a live on the podcast. She lives close. I think she's from Seaside. So, yeah. no, again, you know. You all... the factory also. Really? Yeah. Nice. That'd be a great interview if we had her uh, on. Matt Hardy is going to be on Icons. All right. Hmm. Uh, little little boogeyman. Okay, <laughs> little boogeyman. <laughs> uh, Barry Horowitz. Ah, yes. Yeah, pat myself on the back. 
And get ready for this. Hide your cocaine, people. Marty Marty is going to be there. Marty Janetti? Marty <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Marty. If he doesn't kill somebody yeah. on accident to get or something. Oh, my God. Like, come up with some cocaine, funky story. Hide your 16-year-olds. Marty yeah. Janetti. Right. Or hi- hide hi- his daughter from himself. <laughs> hide your cocaine in fiction stories. Mar- Marty Janetti's coming, everybody. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's awesome. But you know what? We'll be there, as always. We'll be there. Support us. Come out. Hang out with us. We'll be on live episodes. Marty, Marty. Be, be, be there. Well, I mean, Marty Janetti is desperate for so. Maybe, maybe we'll interview Marty Janetti. He'll always want to come on an interview. He'll do it for yeah. a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, bring an eight ball. But like, not, like person, a magic eight ball? person I do want to give a shout out to on that show that me and a bunch of my friends had this conversation recently. Um... Um, I, I think I missed the question for the satchel, which I'm very upset about. The one about um, who from the invasion angle should have yes. been a champion. Yes. Right? Okay. Well, my answer for that would have been Farouk, Ron Simmons. Okay? I know he was WCW champion. I wish he had a WWE championship run okay. because he is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. And he will Ron be Ron Simmons is hands down one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's the most brutal wrestlers of all time. And this dude plays ninth in Heisman Trophy um, voting as a defense, as a freaking nose guard at Florida State. Wow. Want to talk about how badass of a motherfucker he is? Okay. One person from a defense ever won a Heisman Trophy, and he placed ninth as a nose guard, Ron Simmons. Okay? So, Ron, 100% would have been my answer for that question. Shout out to Ron Simmons, who will be there at the 2300 Arena. Shout out to Ron Simmons, who's going to be at the Icons of Wrestling, because he is an icon of professional wrestling. And another bullshit for the tag team list that I wanted to mention before is that APA should have been substantially Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's it's just crazy going back to the list how there were champions not even on the list, and you know the fact the Mega Powers were twelve. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Whatever. I I gotta end with that. But I mean, as always, we're Sons of Flip Radio for one and one day only. I am the one hundred and thirty-five dollar man, Thomas Lisi. Always joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drain, hey. and phoning in. Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise. Jeff, I'm very happy your house did not burn down. From, uh, yeah, me too. From <laughs> calling in from uh, Christian's Cuckold Fest. Yeah. Real quick, Jeff, before we go, if your house is burning, one toy you save, one toy only, what is it? And that's all the time we have. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said this. You said this. Jeff, you gave this yeah. answer a few episodes your, back. Your original Fantastic Four comic? Yeah. Yes. There you and, go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And on that note... We're, we're Sons of Flip Radio. Check us out on social media for our next episode. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. Yep.